Well, I never thought I'd hear my music again without the League of Nations, but this is bad news, Barrett. And if you're listening to this piece of shit podcast, you know that I've got some bad news. If you watched WrestleMania, you'll see that the League of Nations said I was the weakest link. Well, the weakest link, truthfully, is Seamus' pale, white-ass worm dick. Or cork, as they say in the UK. But they got rid of me. So if you can believe it, I jobbed for the biggest jobbers in the company. Not including the Wyatts, the Wyatt family. But if you're really into jobbers, then you're in the right place. With the worst podcast about pro wrestling, WWE, Tag Team Report, on tagteamreport.com. Suck my cock, the London Bridge is falling. April 9th, 2016, we are in the April month, dig So... I didn't realize this until now, until today, until okay. April 9th, 2016. I didn't realize this until now, but we are so vulgar. What? On Tag Team Report, on TagTeamReport.com. Why? Why do you say that? Because we cuss all the fucking time. Who's we, exactly? Me. Okay. When I say we, I say me, because I'm the dirtiest player in the game. Okay. And I don't mean by the fact that I cheat. I mean the fact that I haven't washed my chones <laughs> in about three months. My name is Rick. I'm Carlos. And we are the Tag Team Champions of Pro Wrestling Podcast, Cons- despite, despite whatever Wade Barrett says. Wade Barrett said we are the worst wrestling podcast in the world. I can tell you there are some... Horrible. Yeah, there's horrible are, there are some worse. Wrestling podcasts out there. What we do is each and every week we bring you the latest in news, the latest in discussions, the latest in opinions. And sometimes rumors. And sometimes rumors. And rumors are the best. Yeah, because I like rumors, rumors. Rumors never come true. <laughs> We're basically like the TMZ of pro wrestling podcasts. Speaking of TMZ, we're about to go live. We're about to. Are you serious? Yes. Are we doing <clears throat> this now? We're doing it now. Carlos, believe it or not, is the oldest one in the podcast. He's literally older than all of us by about at wow. least at least 50, 60 years. And he is the one that came up with this, this, this technology of going live with Facebook. Now, we are on Facebook. You can reach us at Facebook.com slash Tag Team Report. We are also on that Twitter, Twitter.com slash Tag Team Report. You can also call the hotline. This is the only, ladies and gentlemen, this is the only pro wrestling hotline since Mean Gene Okerlund had the WCW hotline back in the 90s. So if you want to listen to the hotline, all you have to do is call 956-867-8659. Did I get the fucking number right? Yeah, that- there we go. 956-467-4659. I completely fucked it up. 
So uh, listen to the second version of the line. But we have the only pro wrestling hotline, and we're actually not even going to fucking charge you. You don't even have to pay anything to call the hotline. Just call the hotline. It's for free. Leave us a message. Leave us your opinion. You don't opinion. have to talk to us. We don't even want to hear your voice. We're telling you right now. We don't want to hear your fucking voice. Do sign oh my gosh. language. Oh, my gosh. Go, oh my. go on Facebook. Go on Facebook. I, I, I don't I don't want to go on Facebook. Go on Facebook. If I go on Facebook, you I'm going to... You don't want to hear your voice. We're Whoa, on right Facebook right now. Wait, don't... Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry. Don't echo... What's happening? Don't echo the... Okay, I stopped it. Don't echo the podcast. Sorry. On. Sorry. It's new technology. It's happening right now. We have little enough... Uh, Little enough listeners as it is. We don't need them being it's scared. It's new technology. Okay. Of the, of we the are broadcasting live right now on Facebook Live. It's a new thing. It's probably not something you want to see very often. Hold on, hold on. Can we're, you see us? We're uh, we're breaking kayfabe right now because <laughs> this is going Facebook Live on April 8th. We don't put our show on until April 9th. What's going on here? Okay. The truth is we usually do our show twice. We practice it once the day before, and then we're going to do it again live tomorrow, but we're not going to stream it live, and we're going to say the exact same thing. This is a little weird because I actually have it on my laptop right now. Can you see it? Can uh, you see us? This is insane, and I can see my feet moving. Is this weird? This uh, is fucking weird. Okay. Well, okay. For all, for those of you that are just joining us right now on uh Facebook Live. We are Tag Team Report. Conspicuous by his absence is our third partner, Eric. Eric, that's and right. We are missing Eric for how many weeks now? For uh, a million weeks. For a month at least. A month. But, but we are a pro wrestling podcast. We talk about pro wrestling. Uh, we've been doing this for a long time. We give you news, rumors, and all kinds of stuff. You can find us on SoundCloud. I'm a little bit uh, freaked out by this because I'm looking into the void, into the never void. <laughs> and I'm seeing myself on the Facebook at the same time that we're recording the podcast. I'm a little freaked out. I'm freaking out right now. Uh, no, we're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher.com. We're on Podbean. And uh, SoundCloud is the main way you can get us. You can subscribe to us on YouTube, on iTunes. Or you can find us on tagteamreport.com. A whole bunch of – that will take you straight to the – SoundCloud feed. Tell you what, tell you what. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please, please review us. Leave us a, a good review. Don't tell us how bad we're doing, but tell us how we are the best wrestling podcast in the world. Are we? We are. We are. We are. You know why? Mm, because we're on Facebook Live. We're on Facebook Live. But I you can see us. You started Facebook Live right after we had actual WWE superstars yes. come on to the show. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we had Wade Barrett on. Uh, if you want to hear what he had to say, though, you have to download the podcast and listen to it. Uh, so you can do that. You can take it with us, put us in your ear, take us with you everywhere you want to go, and and yeah, it's a great show. Uh, so the so the fact so those of you that don't know, we actually we pay these WWE superstars to come onto the show. We have a huge budget, huge budget, huge budget. We're not doing <laughs> the podcast in my apartment. No, no, no. That, we're doing this in an actual studio. Yeah, yeah. WWE is covered with uh, nerdy wallpaper things, and we're in Stanford, Connecticut. We're not in. I am. We are. Yeah, we are. We're not in McAllen, we're Texas. Both. No, McAllen, Texas is an. Obs- what the fuck is that? Where is that? It's an obscure reference. I have no idea. I have no idea either. But uh, we bring you the best news, discussion, and opinions every week. Let's go ahead and get to the news. All right. Uh, Techie Mike can't be seen on camera. He's over there. You can't see him. Uh- <laughs> You're a killing kayfabe. Right you know now. what else, though? What? Our uh, Facebook audience 
is completely unaware of the fact that there's music blaring Woo! in the podcast right now. So it looks like we're crazy. So if you uh, if you're a fan of Europe, <laughs> yesterday's news is playing. So just kind of imagine that in your heads. You don't even listen or know who Europe is. Carlos. Yeah, they did the final countdown. I was like 25 when that came out. That's right. That's right. Ooh, this is the longest that the music has been played. Thank you, Jackie Mike. So what we do is we go through the drudges of all of the wrestling news because there is so much wrestling news that happens not every week but every day. If you go to any of the news websites, there are literally 20, 30 stories going on every single day. And what we do is we go through the drudges and we bring you or we try to bring you the three best news stories of the week and this first one's going to be uh about a little guy a little guy that you guys may know as titus o'neill titus o- do you remember titus o'neill i i hope you would uh, remember exactly he's the roof 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 guy I, I got a little dis- distracted because i don't know if you noticed but on the facebook live feed right now uh-huh. there's a little eyeball there with a number three uh-huh that means there's at least one other person watching us. <laughs> you are sick in the head. So, hey, hey, viewer, we're Tag Team Report. Check us out. All right. So, Titus O'Neil is returning from suspension soon. Uh, Titus O'Neil was uh, – his suspension was – he was supposed to end on April 10th, which is going to be next Sunday. So, or actually tomorrow if they're downloading us on SoundCloud. <laughs> Uh, next Sunday, so it's possible that he is going to be returning at this week's Raw in L.A. or SmackDown in San Diego. But at the same time, on a related note, WWE and the USA Network are running a new contest with Titus and his family. There is a um, a little press note given out to the wrestling, or actually to the media in general. WWE wants to send you on a trip to Universal Orlando Resort with WWE superstar Titus O'Neil and his family. So apparently this means that WWE is on good terms with Titus, well, despite all the crap that happened that got him suspended. It always seemed like he was on okay terms. I think that his suspension was more kind of a show of, um, you know. Just, a show of force by Vince McMahon. Yeah, it wasn't something that he really wanted to do. It's something that he had to do. Remember, when he did get suspended, it wasn't right away. It was a couple of days after, after there was some weird fallout and stuff. So I, I think he's okay. And for those of you that don't know, for those of you that are just jumping on the WWE bandwagon because of WrestleMania, which we will be talking about in the No Holds Barred discussion. All right. Uh, for those of you that are just jumping on the bandwagon, Titus O'Neil was suspended because at the very end of Raw, one of the Raws uh, a couple so, of months ago, he supposedly put his hands on Vince McMahon on camera as – Raw was finishing, or as the WWE right. Network, and you were able to kind of finishing. see it. It was the it was the night that uh, Daniel Bryan announced his retirement. Yeah, and it was already on the overspill. They had been on the network for several minutes already. It wasn't on TV, but it made it on the network, and that was enough for Vince McMahon to say, "You know what? Something has to be done." About and it was done out of jest. It wasn't done out of right. It wasn't like he was trying malice. to trip him or hurt no, him no, or no. anything. He just grabbed him. Apparently, what I read was that he was trying to tell Vince, "Hey." Let the ladies go first. Like, ladies first. Right. Let Stephanie go I think you were talking about Stephanie. Yeah. And so, but man, it, it was a lot of people, Stone Cold, Batista, uh, other superstars, all felt that 
the punishment was a little bit too severe. I thought it was too severe. He missed WrestleMania because of That's it. That's the part that I thought was too severe. People that miss WrestleMania basically miss out on a huge, huge payday. That's what they You're say. You're looking at at least, what, 50, 60 well, How much grand? did we get for WrestleMania last week when we were there? We got about our podcast. five Snickers, uh, <laughs> which I ate, by the way, uh, and two plates of lo mein from the local Chinese restaurant. Did we get any jelly beans? No. Oh. I actually... <laughs> Come to think of it, I actually have jelly beans, and I but they're not here out. now. They're not here right now. Okay, uh, but uh, but man, Titus O'Neil, uh, he's coming back. Fans that are following social media, following the reports, know the fact that he got suspended, and showed a lot of support for him. Does that mean that he's going to get a little bit push? I I hope when he so. comes back. He's doing some good things. He was doing some good work, but he was stuck right before he got suspended. He was stuck in that really weird program with uh, with Stardust. The, yeah, that that was that the was last, going nowhere. That was the last feud that he had was that the fact that he was facing Stardust. Uh, man, my God, uh, Titus O'Neil needs a break. I don't want to say he's going to make it to the main event, but got to get a little bit push. Maybe IC title, U.S. title, something like that. Uh, coming up next, next news story of the week. There is a former WWE superstar who is filing a lawsuit against WWE over WWE Network and Netflix royalties. Oh. The Hollywood Reporter reports that former WWE superstar Rene Dupree has filed a class action lawsuit. I don't remember lawsuit. Rene Dupree. He was one of the French guys. All right. Filed a class action lawsuit against WWE, alleging that he and the others have not seen any royalties from the WWE Network or WWE videos that have been added to Netflix. The suit was filed this past Wednesday in Connecticut. Dupree says he signed a, quote, booking contract in 2003 that saw WWE take ownership of his nickname, his personality, his character, his costume, his props, his gimmicks, his gestures, his routines, and his themes, basically fucking everything. Right. He says WWE agreed to pay 25% of net receipts for most licensed products, and video use, while some, like a WrestleMania box set, had a 5% share. The contract he had mentions WWE will pay for his likeness on, quote, other technology and or technology not yet created. And Dupree says the WWE Network falls under that category. Technology not yet created. Not yet created. The class action suit is aimed at representing wrestlers with booking contracts for WWE and other wrestling groups between 1980 and the present, the plaintiffs are seeking millions of dollars, millions of dollars, millions <laughs> of dollars in alleged damages. Uh, WWE attorney Jerry McDevitt told The Hollywood Reporter that Dupree signed a contract in 2011 that prevented him from bringing claims like this. McDevitt did not elaborate due to convention. Conf- Shit, I can't even say the fucking word. It's because we're live. You're scared. But said <laughs> confidentiality, but said he informed Dupree's lawyer of this on Wednesday night. McDevitt said the response he received indicated Dupree's lawyers did not know about the 2011 contract he signed. So it sounds to me like WWE had their asses covered Shit, when they okay. came. Sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. Don't throw us into a time loop. I don't want to. I didn't mean to. All right. So it sounds to me like Dupree. Or WWE more likely had their ass covered when they had a whole bunch of ex superstars sign this contract saying, "Hey, the network's coming. You're not going to get royalties right for your appearance because more than likely you're going to be shown on the network." Uh, so Dupree is kind of like 
grasping for straws here. Now, when he says that uh, WWE started to own all his costumes and, and all this other stuff. Own him, basically. Did he... Okay, because I know some superstars come in, some wrestlers come in, and they already have their gimmick, like from the the indies and stuff. And then others come in, and WWE basically gives them a package. Uh, which one does he fall under? Do you know? I have, I, I, I don't know, but I'm starting to think about this and think that Dupree has to know. At 2011, WWE knew that the network was coming, right? And they knew that the whole bunch of wrestlers were going to be shown right. on the WWE Network. Don't you think they would have watched their ass uh, and made all these wrestlers sign these I contracts? Remember, he may have signed this contract, but not might not have known what, he was, what he was signing. What I do remember is when the network was about to launch, CM Punk also made a claim about how he they were going into some uncharted territory and... And they needed to be compensated for the network. Yeah. So maybe they really haven't. Fi- Whoa, we're getting a couple of messages. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Eric Ross on Facebook wants to know who is, uh, what's up, what's next for Sting? And uh, who's the best tag team in history? Nice. And he says we t- we need to go against beer money. Beer money? Us? Us too. I, we're... You alone could take on beer money because because I love to drink. You're on Facebook right now, and people don't know this, but you're about what eight, nine feet tall. Yeah, and a hundred years old, and a hundred years old. So you have the experience. You fought with Abraham Lincoln, so you know that, how to that, scrap. That short little guy. Yeah, he, he was such a young scrapper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we get to the messages, uh, Dupree. I think Dupree is com- kind of going into unknown territory. You're messing with WWE. They got They're their not asses. Gonna, he's not going to win, obviously. They got their asses covered for sure. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get to the message by Eric Ross. Eric Ross, yeah. next plans for Sting. Sting, I have to say, Sting retired at the Hall of Fame. For those he of did. you that he, don't, don't know, he did retire from in-ring competition uh, at the WWE Hall of Fame. What that means is more than likely going forward, he is not going to have any kind of wrestling action going forward. Right. You're more than likely going to see him taking a part in maybe being a general manager sometime down the line. He's going to be hosting some shows. Special guest referee, things like that. Special guest referee on the network. More than likely he's going to be hosting some kind of WCW's greatest matches. Uh, Do we really need another one of those? You never know. You never know. But you, that's the, the more than likely what's going to happen because he did leave it kind of open-ended in his Hall of Fame speech. Maybe he'll have like a little a little tag team, little stingers. A, what? A little little stinger tag team. What does that mean? You know, little guys dressed as sting. I mean, midgets? No, not midgets. Are you hating on little people? No, like little, little uh, you know, like the guys with the dragons, the lucha dragons. The lucha- paint them like sting. That's That's ridiculous. It is? But everything I, – I think both of us can agree that we would have loved, 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 loved to see Sting versus Undertaker. We talked about this last week. Right. It would have been great a couple of years ago. Man, but watching – man, watching – we're going to get to this in the No Holds Bar discussion. Watching, I can't wait to t- talk about WrestleMania. Watching Undertaker versus Shane McMahon, you have to believe that Undertaker still could have gone against Sting. Yeah. At this pay-per-view, at this past WrestleMania, or the next. You think Sting would have taken the bump? I don't know. <laughs> that bump, hell no. Let's go ahead and get to the last, the last, last news right, story. Last of the news week. story. Last news story of the week is so. For those of you that did watch WrestleMania, there was a special appearance at the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Shaq. Oh yeah, Shaq yeah, yeah. Made his. That uh, was weird. First ever wrestling debut on WWE, and he competed in the Andre the Giant 
Memorial Battle Royal at WrestleMania 32, Shaq said in an interview with NBA, the NBA Today, he said in an interview that it was a fun experience. He called it amazing. He thanked the McMahon family and said that when WWE called him, he had to accept the offer. So there wasn't. This is something that he didn't put out. This was WWE reaching out to him. He also said that a match with the Big Show is quote going down next year <laughs> in Orlando. For WrestleMania 33, what are your thoughts on Shaq actually competing in the match with Big Show? I guess I would have thought that maybe Big Show would be retired before WrestleMania 33. Right. Well, he's not going to. But be, I guess not. He's not. He's not going to be retired. He's kind of. He's become a special feature. He's not coming out a lot. That's true. Which is good. Um, Shaq versus Big Show. I mean, could it happen if they keep it short? Yeah, they. You know, keep it short. Uh, throw it in there as one of those filler matches. I don't see why not. It it could bring some attention to WrestleMania, which is what they need sometimes. You know, they they were really, really short on celebrities this year. They were really, really short. Uh, a lot of times the celebrities kind of grab the attention for WrestleMania. Flo Rida didn't even perform. There was there was rumor that Flo Rida was going to perform one of his numbers. Because, you know, l- lately they've been doing that. They've yeah. been having a musical performance. They had Snoop Dogg for Snoop a little Dogg, while. But he did an intro. Yeah. A, wrestling, a wrestling theme, Sasha Banks' wrestling theme. But they didn't have Flo Rida do the intro like they thought they would. Um, so, you know, definitely definitely next year, Orlando. This is uh, Shaq's kind of home territory because he was part of the Orlando Magic. I don't know. I, watch, I don't watch fucking sports. <laughs> I don't watch. Uh, but you know what? You don't He's watch got, sports. You watch wrestling. I watch wrestling. He has an entire year to get ready for this match. It could be, it could be a good match. I'm not saying it's going to be... Match of the night, but you know, I am they, saying it's going to be pretty high flying. You have to admit that. Yeah, lots, <laughs> I mean, there's going to be lots of lucha libre, yeah. cartwheels. I hope it's a ladder match. Moonsaults. Uh, I have to admit this, man. I didn't know how sh- I didn't know how tall Shaq was. No kidding, he's huge. He's freaking. He, I, okay, he hosted Raw before. I may yeah. not have caught caught those Raw episodes where he was the special guest host. But my God, when he got into that match, and he he's taller than Big Show. Yeah, he is. He's super taller than Big Show. So do they have to stop saying the world's largest athlete now? That's a, that's the same thing. <laughs> do they have to stop lying about that? That's the same thing that, that, that I thought. Okay, let's go ahead and get into the discussion. No holds barred discussion. Oh, We're going to talk about WrestleMania? The week. Let's go ahead and do this. Again, our live audience doesn't know this. But there is great music playing right now in our ears. And when you download it, you'll hear it. All right, so before we get back into the No Holds Barred discussion, Eric Ross had another question. What about all the talk with Goldberg coming to WWE? And do you think CM Punk will return? I'm enjoying all the questions. Thank you. Uh, he grew up watching WCW. This is something that you mentioned last week. Right, I did, and and I look a fool. <laughs> there were a, a lot of rumors online saying that Goldberg was going to be making some kind of appearance at WrestleMania. He obviously didn't. Um, okay. And I believe it because Goldberg stated in many, many, many interviews that he does not want anything to do with the WWE Maybe it was an April Fool's joke then. It might have been an April Fool's joke, but he he doesn't want anything to do with the WWE anymore, which is a shame because the guy could definitely go into the Hall of Fame way down the line. 
So more than likely, he's going to probably patch things up with the WWE in I'm a sure couple of years. Oh, yeah. He more than likely will because who doesn't want to be in the WWE Hall of Fame? Everybody wants the ring, and there's a payday that comes with that, doesn't A it? huge payday. You get a Legends <laughs> contract for the year. Uh, but CM Punk, oof, CM Punk, things are still – they are still not healing up between CM Punk and WWE. Really? Now. They are not healing up. I... CM Punk is completely focused on UFC even though he's fucking hurt. He's not competing for another – uh, eight or nine months or some shit, uh, but he's completely focused on UFC. I don't think he's even looking back at I don't think so WWE. So I wouldn't even think about CM Punk at this point in time. When you do hear chants in the WWE audience, it's just them trying to get a rile out of rise out Vince of McMahon yeah. or any of the guys on there. It just sounds kind of sad most of the time. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and talk about WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania was the 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 event. Of the year, all right? The, the, the. Not just the, the event. The, the, the. Now, the, uh, overall impressions, when we talked about WrestleMania last week yeah. and what we thought it was going to look like, we were both kind of underwhelmed by the possibility of it. We were uh, both saying it was hor- where the card looked horrible. So right away, live up to your expectations, better, worse? Better. Better. I do have to say that it was better than what I expected. Uh, the... The overall card, with the exception of the main event, <laughs> the overall card, with the exception of the main event, was over exceeding my expectations. Eric was Eric was here. We he watched it with me, and and the whole time we were discussing. You know what? This is actually better than we thought it was going to be. I agree. I have to agree. There was times when it it just stuff was happening, and it was like, dang, I almost wish I had gone there. Yeah. For a couple of things. Now, the rock thing. Was a little disappointing, uh, it, okay. but it wasn't horrible. Okay, the fact that Cena came out because this is something I was talking about with Eric during the the pay per view. I was like, you know what, Cena is has been cleared to wrestle. He's been cleared to compete. Is he going to come out in the show? And he did. And he and it was, I guess it was nice to see that he paired up with The Rock. Yeah, it, it that wasn't was all like, right. When he came out, I automatically thought, okay, here we go, Rock Cena three at WrestleMania. <laughs> I seriously no. thought that. But the, no, fact that he, the fact that he teamed up with The Rock was pretty cool. What did you think was the coolest moment of the night? Uh, man, okay, the coolest of the – a lot of people – before I get into what I thought was the coolest moment, a lot of people thought Stone Cold, HBK, and Mick Foley coming out against uh, League of Nations was the coolest moment of the night. And Stone Cold looked out of shave. No kidding. Ah, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. There was HBK looked great. HBK looked fucking amazing. And he was in his gear for his age. And that's the thing that, like, when he came out in his gear, I was like, "Oh my gosh, HBK!" And then Mick Foley came out in kind of less gear, yeah. and I was like, uh, "Okay, Mick Foley's there too." And then Stone Cold came out, and it was like, "This dude is not wrestling." My God. Okay, fine. Standout moment of the night. Had to have been Undertaker versus Shane, the 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 bump, the bump off the yeah. Okay, so I was watching. Are, are we just gonna go down the show or should let's we? let's go down the okay, show? Let's, let's, go, down let's the go ahead and start it off. I don't know about you, but I didn't really catch too much of the pre-show. I didn't um, either. I started it up. It started when, very early, like really early, super early. So I, I didn't catch up until it was the end of the Divas match. So I didn't get to catch Kalisto versus Ryback, which is something I think I should go back and watch because I have seen online that it was actually a pretty good match. Okay. Uh, Kalisto, of course, ended up retaining the U.S. title, which is something that we suspected would happen. Um, next up was the total Divas match. This ended up being Brie Bella's last match. 
I missed this one I entirely. Didn't... Yeah, me too. I, I completely caught it at the very end when they were celebrating. So apparently this is Brie Bella's last match. I'm not too... Surprised? Too surprised. And she's going off to get a baby now, right? I'm not too sad about wa- uh, watching that match because I knew it was going to be... Doesn't she always lose anyway? Yeah, kind of so. Uh, there was that. Up next, we had the Usos versus the Dudley Boys. Um... Kind of what I expected. I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. I mean, it's a, it's a pre-show match. Um, they put they both put on their their best moves, their best spots, and the Usos ended up winning the match. Yeah. Uh, was it a table match? I don't think so. No, it wasn't a table match. But they used the table. But right? they didn't end up using the tables. Yeah. Um. So that was a kind of just a throwaway match, and then they opened up. They opened up with the ladder match. This was a really, really. And good this match. is where I came in and started watching. We've got Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz versus Sami Zayn versus Stardust versus Sin Cara versus Zack Ryder versus Kevin Owens. And I just want to throw out Sin Cara looked like a fucking toenail. <laughs> what do you mean? Because he was all white. That's the first thing <laughs> I told. Are your toenails all white? Yes. That's the Why? Because first... they're really, really long. You need to get that looked at. <laughs> Uh, so that was the first thing I told Eric when when Sin Cara came out. I was like, he looks like a fucking toenail. No, because of the shoulder pads. Oh, okay. Because they were like sticking up like this. Oh, I see. Okay. So it looked like a toenail to me. We just lost a listener because of <laughs> your toenail remarks. That's what we do. Um, the overall, the match was great, man. So many freaking amazing spots. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens just went at it. I'm yeah. very impressed with Sami Zayn's debut at WrestleMania. But man, Zack Ryder. That was so weird, and and it makes you wonder what was the thought process there. Now, granted, it was pretty cool that he went and took the picture with uh, with uh, his dad. No, not with his dad. With Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. The the picture with Razor Ramon. Yeah. That was pretty cool, uh, and you know, kind of a touchy story. And his dad came out on Raw the next night. Yeah. That dude's jacked. Yeah, he's freaking huge. He could have jumped in the ring. For for those of you that don't know, I read some reports that. The, the ending for the ladder match for the IC title was not decided until about 5 o'clock, which is an hour okay. before the pay-per-view even started. So nobody even knew. We totally Zach did not Ryder, call that one. Yeah, we totally we did that not. called that one completely wrong. Completely. We, we, we said either Kevin Owens was going to retain. Which is really what I thought was going to happen. Or Sami Zayn Possibly. takes the title. yeah. But Zack Ryder. But then he loses the next the, day. That's on Monday. That's weird booking. It, it is super weird booking. I guess they wanted to give Zack Ryder some kind of moment because he's never really had one. And just be which like, is cool. Here you go, Zack. Here now, you go. Now, shut up. Give the title back. Shut up. <laughs> uh, give, give the title back. Do you think they even gave him one with his own name plate on it? Or the IC know. doesn't do that, right? The IC doesn't do that. Just I, put a sticker on. It. I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious that. Zack Ryder's dad tried to put that hat on him. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, they I were, missed that. They were celebrating in the ring, and Zack Ryder was hugging his dad, and his dad put the cowboy hat that he handed his hand on top of Zack Ryder. And Zack Ryder, his little buddy, it's his little buddy. <laughs> Zack Ryder quickly just, what the fuck? Like took it off. Like, <laughs> get this shit off my head. I'm, I'm, I'm my fucking moment right now. That oh. was hilarious. Uh, up next, we got my boyfriend. My oh boyfriend, yeah, AJ Styles. Did Eric have to leave the room so you could watch this match? I, I told everybody to leave the room <laughs> because I was going to take my pants off and I was going to start jacking Thank it. goodness for the live camera, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Because he is actually wearing pants. I'm wearing so pants. So I appreciate everybody being here. I normally don't wear pants. <laughs> uh, AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho for part four. And it was a great match. I knew it was going to be a great match. 
But what I didn't expect was Jericho pinning AJ Styles. Yeah. What the That came fuck? out of nowhere, too. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. no. It, it doesn't make any sense. AJ Chris Jericho is the guy that's brought on to lift up the talent. Yeah. But I think I really do think that if you watched Raw the next night and you saw uh, you saw AJ go over to be the number one contender, I think they said, you know what, we're you're going to do the job tonight, and tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna reward you. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't book it. I know, but why would you want to lose? Well, the fact that he got to compete at WrestleMania is great. Period. But the fact that he lost to Chris Jericho clean on WrestleMania night and then to go on to Monday night and – I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't sense. make any sense. I'm okay. glad for it. I'm glad that AJ Styles is the number one well, contender right now. We know this. Vince McMahon is one of these three viewers that's watching us right now. Yeah, yeah. You're one. I'm one. Vince is the third Vince one. Vince is the third one. So, Vince, we want you to know that that booking doesn't make any sense. So, change it up. Yeah. Go back in time. Let's Fix change it. WrestleMania 32. <laughs> Let's fix this shit. Well, fix it next week. All right. Next match, we have the New Day versus the League of Nations. Man, the New Day. The big old bootio box comes out. And they come out as Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Do you watch they, Dragon Ball Z? I thought they were Power Rangers. They were not fucking Power Rangers. They're, they look like the White Power Ranger. Why would the White Power Ranger have a tail coming out of his ass? Does Dragon Ball Z have a tail coming out of his <laughs> Yes. Head? That's a fucked up cartoon. What the no, hell do you watch? It's Dragon That's Ball disgusting. Z. A majority of the world, a majority of our audience watches Dragon Ball Z. I know. I'm too old for that shit. You are. In my but... day, the Power Rangers were the cartoon that we watched. Dragon Ball Z was made in the 80s when you were in your 40s. Uh, Okay, but it was in Japan at the time. <laughs> I didn't fucking go to Japan in the 80s. Okay, they came out as Dragon Ball Z. And that was a huge, huge pop for all the white nerds. Power Ranger. The nerds we're, in the audience. A white Power Ranger. <laughs> and then they lost to the League of Nations. What's up with that? Yeah. Well, they lost. and um, I think the, the reason why they lost to the League of Nations, was it was the only way to bring out who they brought out, which is Stone Cold, Mick Foley, right. and Shawn Michaels. That was the only way that they could have those guys make an appearance. Right. Uh, I have to give it. I have to give props to the New Day for Kofi Kingston for getting Shawn Michaels to twerk. <laughs> I have to. I give, don't think that was that hard. That wasn't. I think hard. Shawn Michaels wanted to twerk. I have to give and fucking Mick Foley. You know he wishes he was the one twerking. Yeah. <laughs> I have to give props to uh, Xavier Woods for at least attempting to get Stone Cold to dance. Okay, you got to you got to know hilarious. that. I mean, I'm sure as I was watching it, it's like, oh crap, he got Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that him, that his inner fan, yeah, his little kid inside, was so fucking hyped about getting a Stone Cold Stunner, Stunner at, at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, it was, it was, he was, he was off the chain for sure. Uh, so that was a great moment. It wasn't the greatest moment of the night, but it was pretty fucking awesome. Up next, we had the street fight, no holds barred street fight, Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose. I gotta admit, you know, I was expecting more from this match. Uh, yeah, it was. That one was uh, one of the biggest letdowns of the night, I think, for the hype. Because for you, the hype, you know that Brock Lesnar was gonna decimate Dean Ambrose, right? You know that Dean Ambrose was gonna keep coming back, keep coming back, keep right. coming back. But I also expected the match to go longer. It was really short. Yeah, and it just didn't. It didn't tell a great story either. And it was one of the main <coughs> main storylines of the night. Yeah. Uh, they had been pushing it a lot on Raw. 
And you know what's weird is I was thinking about this. You know, a lot of times uh, Cena gets he he gets a bad rap for being somebody who doesn't want to sell or yeah. buries people. But you know, Cena took those suplexes and he sold the shit out of them. Yeah. When Cena took those suplexes, he made Suplex City. Yeah. He built it on his back, kind of terror. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like now we all feel like all oh, those suplexes are dangerous because they beat the shit out of Cena. Yeah. But. When Roman Reigns took them, he kept fighting. Yeah. And now uh, Dean Ambrose is taking them, and he keeps fighting. And yeah. it kind of doesn't make them look as terrible as they were when when they decimated John Cena. The suplexes. In my opinion. Sure. Yeah, the suplexes. I can see where you're coming from. So I guess both of us expected more out of that match. Brock Lesnar, of course, ended up being the winner. Uh, moving on, we've got the triple threat for the now WWE Women's title. It wasn't at the time. It, it wasn't was, at the time. They said it was going to be crowned. Now, what do you think about the new belt? It looks cool. It looks much better than the, the butterfly, butterfly belt. It, it looks a little bit like the IC title because it's white. Uh, it's a little bit between the IC title and the World Heavyweight Championship as far as the plates. Yeah. Um, they all, they're also going to be designating the side plates. Uh, custom to, to the woman. superstar who's going to be and having they, them. And they did make a point of calling the women wrestlers superstars just like the men wrestlers. Which is now. good. So they're saying every, there's no divas anymore, I don't think, Yeah, from my understanding. No, no, no more. Uh, so everybody's a superstar now, Everybody. which is pretty cool. Yeah, which is uh, really cool. That's a big step forward for, for women's wrestling. And WWE for doing that. Uh, man, that match was really, really good. Yeah. Every single one of them. I don't know when and at what point Becky Lynch got her face fucked up. I know. I didn't Jesus. see it. But she came out the next day and I was like, what the hell happened It's there? like she got stung by a bee or three of them in one eye socket. But, man, that match, oh, Sasha Banks coming out in the Eddie Guerrero gear, that was fucking cool. It was – It was, and I thought it was a very cool match overall. I was surprised with the ending. Yeah. I'll admit I was surprised with the ending. I'm not sure why they decided – to keep it on uh, Charlotte for another while. I don't think you or I ended up predicting that the fact that Charlotte was going to win. No, you said Becky, and I said uh, Sasha. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. So uh, I think they did it with Charlotte because that's the only way they can go forward. They got to have a heel champion. I guess so. Uh, normally, they always have a, a heel champion be the first one to ever hold it. So this is the first mm. time anyone's ever holding the WWE Women's Title back. So they've got to go with a heel first. So do you think that? Uh, because the audience, as you know, has been so hot for for Sasha Banks uh, in the last couple of months and yeah. stuff. But as they don't give her the opportunities, do you think that people are going to kind of just let that go and her her enthusiasm is going to die out? Do you think? I, I I don't know. I honestly, and this is my honest opinion. I I thought Bailey was coming out on Raw the next day, right? Because and they, he had they the were, Bailey chance too. He had the Bailey chance. Uh, she lost the title at NXT Takeover, so a whole part of me was telling me that Bailey's going to come out. Bailey's going to come out. That's why Charlotte won because they needed to have a good face face uh, Charlotte in the next pay per view. Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. No, she didn't come out. So now they're going with Charlotte versus Natalia yeah. again for the next pay per view, and they're they're making it a family thing. Family. Now, it would be kind of cool. I, I'll say I, I would be interested in watching it if you have Ric Flair in one corner and Bret Hart in the other corner that at the pay per view. Cool. That would be kind of neat. And you have family versus family. And I doubt that's going to happen. Though. I doubt that's going to happen. Also, but I would. Wa- I would. It's. I'm going to watch it anyway. Yeah. Let's be. Let's be real. Yeah. But I would be halfway interested in it. 
All right, so let's go ahead and move on. We're, we're cutting close on time. We're Are usually, we? We like to cap it at uh, 30 minutes, but let's go ahead and move on. Well, we're way over. We're way over. Okay, so let's go ahead and go to the next uh, event that happened was Hell in a Cell, Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker winner. Uh, Shane McMahon, if he wins, he gets control. Excuse me, he gets control of Raw. Uh, if Undertaker loses, he no long no longer able to compete at WrestleMania. Uh, man, that spot. Let's just talk about that spot. That was crazy. I was sitting there watching it, and suddenly, I mean, my, I was watching it with my son, and I was like, I said, please don't, please don't, please don't, because his kids were there. Yeah, his kids, his were, kids there. were in the front, and I was like, this guy's gonna die in front of his kids. And that that would just be horrible. And the Hell in a Cell cage is actually higher, really, than when Mick Foley jumped off it back in what ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety eight. So the the Hell in a Cell cage was actually built higher. So Shane McMahon jumped off higher than Mick Foley did when he faced when Undertaker he back got in ninety eight. Pushed off, and, and he just jumped off, and so he had to <laughs> a little bit even more height. It was crazy. But one of the things that Eric and I were talking about was the fact that. That table gimmicked. Uh, it was padded. I did hear somewhere that uh, they probably padded the it table. Had to, um, but they did it in such a way. It, it actually worked out great because you couldn't see it on camera. Yeah, you couldn't see the gimmick. Um, it worked out great though. Yeah, I mean, even if it was padded, I mean, how much? I don't care what it's padded with. That's yeah. a fucking big drop. It was a That's huge a huge bump. So that made that made the night for for that match. Uh, Undertaker ended up taking the victory. But then Shane gets control of Raw the next anyway, day after after all. Anyway. He didn't even ask for control. He didn't ask he for it. He was there to say goodbye. And Vince McMahon's like, well, I guess take control. Fuck yeah, it. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> Everything that happened yesterday. And he really didn't do anything. Forget it. He didn't do anything all night. Which I'm sure we'll be discussing next week for yeah. the No Holds Barred discussion. All right. Let's go ahead and get to the main event. We had Triple H versus Roman Reigns. We missed a match oh, there, wait, didn't wait, we? Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. We have Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. The match overall was not too great, but the nope. winner was Baron Corbin. Yeah, that was crazy. That was that was glad. I'm glad that Baron Corbin won. Uh Baron Corbin has been serving his time in in NXT, but dude, he's been there a while, right? Hold on. I want to bring up the fact that nobody Nobody acknowledged that Tatanka was competing in the match. <laughs> they did acknowledge it. Oh my but it was God. like five minutes into it. It needed to be huge. Eric and I were just like. He didn't get an entrance or anything. For five minutes, I kept telling Eric, is that Tatanka in the ring? Why is I nobody, saw him. Why is nobody acknowledging Tatanka? I saw him, but nobody gave a fuck. That's fucking Tatanka. <laughs> but uh, that was hilarious. So Tatanka should have won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah, because he's always been a giant. He's a giant in my heart. Yeah, he's a giant. <laughs> don't say don't, it. We're live. Know, we're live. I know we're live. Okay, so let's go ahead. Let's jump. Let's jump. Let's go. Uh, the Rock ended up coming out. He had a flamethrower. This was a long segment. It was a long segment. Uh, the Wyatt family confronted him. It was a quick match. Eric Rowan lost in about six seconds. <laughs> it was a record, they said, I think. Cena came out, teamed up with The Rock. It wasn't too big, in my opinion. I didn't really care about eh, it. It didn't matter. We go to the heavyweight title match. We have Triple H versus Roman Reigns. We all knew where this is going. Now, at this point in the night, as I was watching it, it seemed – this was me personally, yeah. and it seemed like the audience, the live audience there also, they just had nothing left to give. They were not, they, it was, was so late in the night. It, it was. It had gone over time. Way over. It was right? like 10, 15, 10, yeah. 20. When it, supposedly it was supposed to end at 10. Right. So there, it's way late into the night. You've already seen Stone Cold and Mick and everybody. You've already seen the big bump. You've already seen The Rock. 
nothing left to give yeah. to a match that we didn't really care about to begin with. Yeah. And nobody wanted Roman Reigns to win. But we all knew it was happening. Yeah. And, of course, Roman Reigns ended up taking the, the victory. The, the crowd was booing the crap oh, out, man. Of, out of it. So, uh, I don't know. It, it, it was just something it needed to be over with. I don't know if you noticed, but, like, uh, I can't remember if it was on Raw or the next night. Or on, I think it was Raw the next night where they would just show the still pictures of Roman Reigns and the, yeah. bo- the crowd would boo the hell out of him. It's just pictures of him. So, interest, interestingly enough... What they're doing with Roman Reigns is pretty interesting. Roman Reigns came out the next day on Raw, and he didn't come out and be straight up face. He didn't come out straight straight up be heel. He's kind of leaving it up to the audience. He's saying, I'm not bad. I'm not good. I'm the guy. Right. So, and they, they made that same comment the night before on, on WrestleMania. Yeah. They said, he doesn't want to be bad, a bad guy or a good guy. He wants to be the guy. And he came out and he said, that's what I am. I'm the guy. So what does that mean? Does that mean he's transitional? Does that mean he's neutral? Does, I Where does it leave his character? We in the nineties and stuff. Um, those of us that are old enough to remember that we used to have a term uh, for for these guys. They were called tweeners. Yeah, and they were kind of walking the line between back between. and forth. And so you could put and uh, uh, Undertaker was the biggest tweener of all time. Yeah, and you could put him against a face. You could put him against a heel, and you know he would work either way. So I think that's where he's going to go. So it's it's going to be interesting. We all know that AJ. <laughs> my lover, my boyfriend. Uh, did, I felt kind of bad for him when he won. My boyfriend, he's not going to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. If he does, I will eat my shoe. Uh, <laughs> live on Facebook. Live on Facebook Live. Um, he's not going to win the title, but I'm, I'm glad that he's in the main event. We'll be talking about that next week on Tag Team Report on TagTeamReport.com. We want to know what you think. You're watching us now on Facebook Live. Leave us a comment on the Facebook when we put up the podcast. Call the hotline. What's the hotline number? 956-467-4659. Leave a message. Leave a message. Leave a message. And we will play it on the air. We will talk about what you have to discuss. We want to hear from you. Uh, You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and follow us or at least subscribe to us. Uh, on iTunes. My name is Rick. I'm Carlos. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we have Eric, that son of a bitch. Who knows where he is. On next week. We'll see you next time. Tag Team Report, tagteamreport.com. Techie Mike over in the corner. You can't see him because he's hidden. Hit my music. He's gross. Hit my music. Dig it!